Hello, and welcome to season two of Three Rings Warrior podcast. This season, I bring you the experiences and transformational stories of everyday women making uncommon decisions to change their lives and the lives of those around them. This is Three Rings Warrior uh, podcast, and we are here today with Mariana Cadore, and she has a book coming out called F the Diet, which I think is an amazing title. <laughs> but before we get into her book, I would love for us, if you don't mind, Mariana, um, just sharing a little bit about you um, and you know what kind of led up to this, this journey that you're on right now. Let's go for it. Yes. Um, so a journey is called life. Life led me to this. Um, I was born in Brazil. My mother was a fitness trainer and I grew up knowing about exercise, exercise every day, everywhere. So I was training like, <laughs> you know, in the eighties, uh, with that clothes, like, like a baby, just training behind my mom and all of those things. Anyway, I end up, um, getting uh, all the situations from life, you know, the divorce of the parents and all of those things leading you to, led me to kind of a depression. So I really dropped down and then I start to decide, you know, I have a decision here to make. I have a decision to be really sad and depressed or choose to be happy every day. Mm. And then there was a a point in my life where I said, I'm going to be happy every day. It doesn't matter what. And it was a decision. I was really depressed uh, before this. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as I, I took this decision, then the next decision I took is, I want to help my mother because at this point she was raising me by herself without the help of my father. Now I'm going to help her to... Um, to have more money, mm. not that she asked me, she's a businesswoman, fantastic. And uh, then I decided I'm going to do modeling. Mm. So my decision as a 15 years old is I'm going to have to drop 14 kilos. Not that I was fat. <laughs> I'm going to drop out these kilos and then I'm going to get to where I want to get as modeling. So I stopped eating. Mm. To be fully honest, I decided Diet Coke would uh, bloat me enough that I didn't need to eat. And I had some pumpkin as well. <laughs> that was my decision. <laughs> so I, I have no idea why, but I could fill up myself enough to sustain. So I went to anorexia mm. with that. Yeah. So despite this crazy diet that I did led me to anorexia. And after this serious health problems, mm. serious, uh, almost losing my vision and etc. Uh -huh. I did have a big problem behind me, which was the divorce of my parents, uh, my sister not being around me, my mother being very depressed and just fighting to be happy. So all of those things was working in the background on me, but I, I couldn't see, you know, just a teenager. Um, things went by and then I, I start to feel really bad to the point that um, 
when they in school, they took the heart rate and my heart rate was 32 per minute. And at this point I thought I'm going to die if I continue in this path I'm going, which I lost so much weight and I couldn't see I was anorexic. I couldn't see I had problems. I thought I was just uh, with a good body for modeling. (laughs) And so at this point, I thought, I'm going to die if I continue in this moment. So I asked my mother, let's go for how you can eat restaurant (laughs) today. (laughs) I bet she was thrilled with that. (laughs) I think she was in heaven. (laughs) I start to eat nonstop because then I was concerned about my life. Mm. And I ate, ate, ate. Never mind, this went by, but I started to have more problems, health problems, because of this. I had pneumonia, etc. Cortisone went in my system mm. because the doctors couldn't find exactly how to heal me. They gave me cortisone. Boom, 18 kilos oh, in gosh. six months. Yeah. Boom, I balloon. And so I came from anorexia, anorexia with ballooning. And absolutely hating my body, hating the way I look. And I just didn't know what to do it. So how these problems with weight been following me? Then with that, I decided, you know what? I would have to exercise loads. That's Mm. what I know what to do. My mother teached me. And I go with the nutrition that I know. So I just did a few things, join other diets. Um... Well, I become, I I was just going to say your experience is like so many young girls in our world today, you know, where they get all this image of how they're supposed to look because of this image on TV or in magazines or whatever it is. And then we, we eat, like, I remember similar when I was in high school, I would eat half a sandwich in the morning uh, at lunch at school. And then my mom would give me a piece of toast with honey on it as we were on our way to ballet. And then I would do like two, three hours of ballet and then go home and maybe eat a little. And it's like, I, you, I, and my, my sister, so similar, she became anorexic to the point where she weighed like about 88 pounds at one point. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and then shifting that and not knowing how to how to heal yourself. What a great experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And no, it's, it's important to share our story because so many people might pass it to this or someone know someone that is passing. And when we connect with someone, then we can get out of this place. Mm. So I went by, I started to exercise and you know, I still have this massive anxiety and problem that my father was not around me. Mm. Uh, he was um, partnering with alcohol at this point. Mm. So I, how do I do to don't ask my mother money to see him? Mm. And uh, I still can visit him, but she will, I thought she would be hurt if I ask money to visit him. we in different cities at this point. So I saw that at rowing, they would give, um, the main competition was in the place where he lives, Sao Paulo in Brazil. So what I decided, I decided I'm going to go to the main team. So they will buy my ticket that I can see my father. So when people think I become a rower because I love the sport, no, I became because of pain. I want to sort it out a very deep problem. And so I start 
for me it was kind of well I can train that's okay for me what are the things I can provide to myself in this age and uh, somehow I don't know why I never asked money for my mother why she would be happy to give me but at this age I couldn't think like right, this right right Things went by and I became a national team rower because I had the motivation to visit my father every time I need to go for a competition there. And uh, I think I didn't address the problem in the background. Mm. So things show up and the time when I was going for aiming the Olympic Games. So I, I was on my way a few weeks to the main competition fibromyalgia mm. fi fibromyalgia boom kicking mm. and now i didn't have a strength anymore i i just had pain all over my body mm. nobody knew how to heal and so there was when i started my self-discovery journey oh that is awesome and you know fibromyalgia is a, another thing that um I know, you know, I tend to work with women who have a past uh, where they have had abusive relationships or of one kind or another, and we tend to internalize those emotions. And it looks, sounds like you did the same thing when we are to internalize all those emotions, it ends up manifesting in our mm -hmm. body. Plus the things that we eat also can impact yes. that, that fibromyalgia, that, but that is such great insight that you had there. Um, so Whoops, where did my other question go? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so I think you're just leading up to this right here. So this is perfect timing. Describe to me the moment that you went from being okay with where you were to making change a must. Like what was going in you through your head when you, when you said no? And it may have been you started on this journey of self-exploration, but there might have been a moment before or after that where, where it just sort of like, it was like, okay, I'm doing this, but boom, I have to do this. Yes, right on the spot. So I went to 20 doctors. I was uh, giving my, my life and the decisions of my life for these doctors. Like, decide me how you're going to heal me. Give mm. me a pill that make everything for me. Give me a pill that make me okay. What I discovered is they didn't have this pill. Mm. They told me um, there is no more exercise in your life. And uh, this is a disease that doesn't have healing. So I trust him a few days until kicking me. And I thought, no way. I'm just <laughs> 21 years old. My life will not end here. Right. And I will get back to exercise. The amount I want, how much I want, I will get back. So in this moment, it was a must. Or I heal myself or I heal myself. Mm. At this point, I didn't know anybody that could help me. So I had one friend that was starting his career in acupuncture. Mm. And he told me, oh, wow, I can give you so much love that you might be able to heal yourself. He gave me enough for me to keep going in my journey. He was fabulous. So he gave me enough to, to me to like, yes, there is a way. There is a way that I'm going to heal this. And every time he touched me, he talked with me, he told, you are actually going to have to continue this journey by yourself mm. because you're going to move country and I cannot help you anymore. 
Wow. And, <laughs> and then is when I came to London and uh, I kept going in my journey. You know, I start to meditate. I, I, at this point, I never wrote in my life. I start to write poetry because my body was not functional. Mm. It, so how can I express my body? And, and this breaking on my, I saw myself at this point as the rower, the athlete, so many medals, so many national teams and national championships I won. I was the girl of the <laughs> rowing in Brazil. And now all this is gone. So who am I? Right. And, and this really broke, broke me down. And then I start to find, who am I? I'm Mariana. <laughs> I always been here. I always will be. Uh -huh. um, I, I had this time when I was the rower. And now I am in this time when I am a, I do poetry. I am a, <laughs> and now, and then I'm going to transition for another time. So I, I start to have this full acceptance. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for a lot of people, they don't understand fibromyalgia. And would you take just a second, tell me, and I know this is not comfortable, but if you could tell me about one of your worst days, just so that other people understand the impact that this has, because you're right. It's this big umbrella title that they give to mostly women, because it's mostly women who have this, uh, for when they have pain in their bodies that they have no answer for. And it can be debilitating. So if you wouldn't mind, tell me a little bit about like, how, how yes. did it impact you? Like on a day-to-day, day-to-day basis? Yes. So I am comfortable to share this because I'm completely healed. So, uh, I am very comfortable to share. So I start to feel pain in all of my joints, let's say all the joints of your fingers, then wrist, elbow, shoulders, back, uh, two sciatic sh uh, shutting through my legs. Usually people have just one. Mm. I had two. So I couldn't sit and I couldn't, um, I couldn't lie down. These two things was impossible to me, but I could stand. Wow. So, um, I had very little energy, very little concentration. Uh, I didn't um, mention, but I had um, pain in every every joint you can imagine, knee, ankle, uh, everything. There was no exception, but the little energy and um, and let's say that you don't have any diagnostic really. What can you do it? Mm. So you prefer to people to say to you whatever that's gonna last your whole life than being in uncertainty at this point at this point of my life right now i don't think the same right. and so i i was so weak and when they gave me the medicine they gave me i become a zombie mm -hmm. now i was turned off mm. i had no emotions i had no i was just um basically surviving and I didn't like that life. Mm -mm. I, I thought if I lose myself when I am 21 like this with these medicines, that is, is just turning me off. Mm. I don't have a life. So I'm, I, I decided like I'm going to do something about. And uh, yeah, and the other things is like um, 
the amount of medication, injections in the spine, and everybody saying to you that there is no healing yeah. and treating you as a poor you. Yeah. But for me, it was the discovery that um, every single joint was holding also one emotion. Mm. Every single food I put in my body was helping me or really setting me backwards. Mm. Everything counts. Every mm. thought counts. Every, everything was counting. At this point on, I start to turn on um, and I start to see life very vividly. Mm. That, I, I love that. I love that description. I really appreciate that. Um, I know that I have also, because it don't, to have the fibromyalgia and there were days where I could lay down at least but there were days where I would lay down and just want to pull the whole covers over my head and not even want to get up out of bed because the pain was so bad that what I call a body mom migraine right mm, exactly <laughs> like describe it exactly <laughs> yeah um uh so what you you mentioned the idea of the love energy that the acupuncturist gave you um, or channeled through to you mm -hmm. um, uh, and how then you were able to start to do that on yourself. Um, what then became your, your next steps as you shifted from in this hopeless situation where you had no answers and no solutions, medical field had nothing for you. What then led you, especially to the aspect of diet? Um, what was it that became your ahas as you traveled down this journey that you're being able to collect and then give to other people? Yes. So by the way, my book doesn't actually talk about diet. I'm completely <laughs> ditching the diet. Because <laughs> these things are unsustainable. You cannot keep full life and you, you feel a little bit like dying or, um, yeah, there is many things going against diet. We know that dysregulate hormones and everything in between. I'm actually teaching people how to fully live. Mm -hmm. That's the book. The book is, I'm going to teach everything that I know, how you're going to love yourself and fully live this life so you can make choices on your food intake and i teach how and so you can exercise with joy you can release stress you can find time to take care of yourself um and all and you can rewire your mind and that's what i did in this path so I, I decided at this point that I need to discover the foods that help me mm. and the foods that doesn't help me. Mm. So I just start to fully experience food and what take the energy away from me mm. and what gives me energy and what is neutral. Mm. And my decisions will be more towards this side at this point. The, and then I start to test every alternative medicine or alternative thing you can imagine and one of the things i dive deep was meditation mm. not to say one kind because i went to buddhist meditation zen meditate all kinds you can possibly imagine until i finally discover um, vipassana and I spent 11 days in silence there, just meditating from 4.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. and wow. diving deep on uh, being able to dissolve emotions. Mm. 
Um, but I, this person, which is Pedro, I still call him Pedrinho, my acupuncturist, is uh, one of my best friends until now. He, he gave me love enough for me to understand that there is a path and there is things underneath for me to look. He starts to question. He questioned things like, do you go in the toilet every day? And I'm like, oh, I don't want to answer this question. I'm shy. <laughs> so everything he asked me, I think like, oh, this is awkward for me to answer. But he see as um as a way to help me. He was not asking for any other reason, right. but I, I couldn't see at this point. He asked me everything. How do you sleep? How do you wake up? And do you have problems in your family? Do you? And, and I'm like, oh, this guy is weird. It's really weird. <laughs> I, and I love him so much. <laughs> he was really a wake up in my life and self-discovery right. uh, journey. He really wake me up. He channel and he still channel this energy to help others. Yeah. Oh, that is beautiful. I, I got mesmerized into the conversation what you were saying. I was just like, whoa. <laughs> um, so in, in this process that you have, why don't you kind of um, dive a little bit deeper into your book, if you don't mind, in, in explaining kind of what it is in the book. And because you say, you know, it's not a diet, like the title says, F the diet. <laughs> Exactly. So why don't you tell us the process if, if that you have here? And I know you mentioned like um, the idea that we listen to ourselves and understand ourselves and our emotions and what we're putting in and, and sitting with it and listening to our bodies in a variety of ways, not, not just the physical reaction to the food, but also just whatever it is we're feeling is coming through to us on whether this is something that is good for us or not. Um, but well, maybe, maybe detail that out a little bit more. Yes. Um, so the book comes from this journey of um, it's a must. Mm -hmm. So when I call in the cover of the book, it's something that people care. They care about how they look. Mm -hmm. They care about what they see it. Mm -hmm. So it's something that they fully care. If I call people to do... Uh, other other things they don't see the value yet mm. yet of taking care deeply of themselves yet of uh, rehabilitate the joints they cannot see it unless they are in pain mm. and the pain they are right now quite a lot of women pass through this pain mm. it is weight and that's how i call them are you bothered it's a pain in your life wait yeah. inside i will give my five pillars to reset them mm. so it's the reset method that i've been working now for 19 years all around the world with my clients the first thing is rewire i need to put them in a place where they can absolutely find their why what is important, why they want to change uh, whatever they are doing, what matters for them. But I will go deep mm. and I will go with kindness. As my program, I do have a uh, transformation program 
where we met for a few days to really bring people to that core of themselves, empower them and find something else, no ordinary life. Let's find something else that is extraordinary. So the first chapter is to put them in the right place because you know, if you eat things, diet bars and things, you actually haven't changed anything. As mm. soon as you stop, you yo-yo back. Mm. So there is something wrong. We never had so many diets in our entire world programs and why people more than ever are having weight problems. Mm. So mm. I am up to get in the root cause. Yes. So we rewire the mind. Then I need to teach people what I've been teaching for so long. Experience food. Enjoy the food you eat and make choices on your food. But because you want, not because someone says so. You know, because... I I think that that is really such an insightful part of this process. The idea of experiencing your food. As somebody, I used to weigh 365 pounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm not all the way down to where I want to be yet, but, um, I, I, I've lost about 140 of well, that. Congratulations. <laughs> and so, um, the hardest thing was not feeling guilty about mm-hmm. eating whenever I was eating. I did. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would distract myself. I would, I, of course I used food as a comfort thing. Right. But, um, at the same time, uh, the idea of even when I was eating healthy, there was always this little thing, the concern about, okay, what am I going to eat today? Am I going to fall off the wagon? Am I going to eat poorly today? You know, there was this stress about the food. Mm. And that, and so experiencing the food, it, it like allows the uncovering of that, those emotional aspects of the way we relate yes. the food to come out. I think that is such a key part of that. That's awesome. Because even though... I passed through both putting a lot of weight and being anorexic Mm. is all the same coin is both sides of the coin. I was dysregulating weight. So I was dysfunctional in the way I eat. Mm. If it's too little, too much. And so many times I eat too much and I exercise to don't, so nobody could see it that I ate too much. So I may, I overtrained more than anybody I ever saw. And I traveled this world a lot. I trained just through guilt. That Mm. was my motivation of training. How this can be good to anybody. (laughs) There's no way we cannot bring anything good. If it's not from love, we can move a little bit. For example, for let's say a lot of women that get divorced they come to me and like, he will see or she will see what she lost. Mm. So I'm going to have my best body is a way to get started. Mm. But I need to take you out of this place and put you in a place that I just love myself so much that I will do this for myself. When I look to myself, I will feel like irresistible. And that's the point I think people should get is the emotions should be the good emotions, the um, heart emotions, the emotions that drive you forward, noise stepping on you, and then you do is um toxic relationship with yourself. Mm. We all been there. Is I'm not judging. Yeah. I also had, and I had a um, very toxic relationship as well, romantic relationship. 
I'm out of this, I'm living my dream, but I just want to say, I've been there. I, I've been there. I suffered this same thing. I'm not above anybody. And I ate so many times through. I just ate through anxiety and then afterwards guilt mm. and uh, Oh, this is no bow that is just terrible. Oh, it's so painful. So painful. <laughs> it is, but it's the experience that many, many, many mm. women go through. Mm. I, I, I'm sure men do too, but I'm not, I can't speak to that just because that's not my world of knowledge. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I know that women go through the, all of that and, um, my, my daughter is a trans woman. And so mm -hmm. she also goes through the same experience, you know, and if she's learned from mm -hmm. me and I, so we're relearning together ourselves, mm -hmm. you know, but it is, it's huge, you know, this experience that we go through in, in relationship to food and just being able to experience it and connect with it at a different level is, is, I think that's, that to me, that is, you can't make that shift unless you, you've changed that aspect of it. Exactly. And I was giving, um, let's not say that this was 20 years ago, but it was, uh, I was giving, um, sessions, transformation sessions inside the university mm. to people with, uh, uh, I was with another teacher. He was a doctor, but he discovered something else. I even mentioned him in the book. He discovered something else. There is more than what we can see in the body. Mm. There's more things. He starts to, um, he was in the hospital in Brazil. You can imagine how many people was in this public hospital. Mm. Nobody could heal this kid that was coming and crying nonstop. And the kid was just not well. And then there was the community healer. And she came there, she prayed for the baby. She did something else and was all gone. So he starts to experience things and as a doctor, he never believed it. And then he, wow, there is something else going on here. And he opened himself to discover there's something else. The, what is not that ordinary? What is things that is beyond our knowledge, beyond our power? Mm. And... Uh, and he ended up being a director of the University of Peace. Oh. And I did my post um, with him as well on that university. And I learned so much more. Yeah. And I, I, at this point, I still in my chase for healing. And I learned so many techniques, mm. holotropic, uh, what Maslow think. And all of these big thinkers, I've been exposed to each one of them until I found my way, yeah. what I believe and what is part of my journey. But I opened myself for so many. And this experience that we provide inside the university for people to, to eat, they actually would eat just a fraction of an apple for 20 minutes. And I would guide them of uh, everything so they could actually feel 
and they would say, I never loved so much an apple. And I feel satisfied after this. I divided two apples and 50 people. It, it was wow. crazy. And, and everybody had a, such an experience. And I started to grow these groups. And I thought, this is a must. Mm -hmm. Took me a time to feel confident in my English, to be fully honest, <laughs> to start to provide this. Uh, in English. Uh, um, but that was the main thing that was stopping me to continue this journey was how confident I was with my English. Doesn't confidence break, stops us dead in our tracks every single yes. time when we don't, when it's like when our <laughs> brain starts taking over. Right? <laughs> yes. Oh my yes. goodness. That's so why I help people. Uh, yeah. Every single part of my programs, I help people in their mindset. Yes. Mindset. Yeah. If, if you don't have the mindset, if you, if you, if we continue to have those beliefs that hold us back, it doesn't matter how hard we try on something, we're going to fall back again. Is yes. that, that belief. So you, your, your first one was beliefs or rewire the brain. The second pillar was experience the food, which I love the way you, you explained all of that. What is your third pillar? Stress release. Who ah. can lose weight with stress? Cortisol pumping and lacking sleep. There's no way to lose weight like this. Uh, and there's no way as well. I also think you can't exercise hard if your body is under stress. Mm. If you exercise hard is the crazy thing you're going to put weight. Mm. Because the body is threatened enough with uh, whatever is going on in your life to you to put one more thing that will threaten the body. Mm. So this thing that I saw so many in gyms, what I see people giving is the same formula for everybody. Mm -hmm. If it works for me, it will work for you, it will work <laughs> for you. And without taking in consideration the person, what happened in the life of this person? Did they ever had the pain like you? Right. If you had fibromyalgia, what, can, what is this person? How much can I ask and which kind of exercise this person will like it for life? I'm not talking about, I'm going to throw here three of eight and you're going to have this beautiful bicep score and <laughs> this and that, but people hate it. Right. They hate with the full strength. Some love it, but you know, Normal people really busy and uh, maybe they are knowing this stage to love or maybe they are not this kind mm. to love the gym. Mm. It's a type of people that love um, and we have to respect all of this. So I would give this kind of exercise for one, this kind of exercise, hula hoopa and uh, <laughs> Handstand, depend on the person is a completely different thing. But getting back to stress is we need tools, tools to deal with stress. I can change the life for, for anybody, but I can give tools. Mm. I can give things that work if they do, it works. So <laughs> I give these tools for them because after all, I want someone to give to me when I had fibromyalgia Give me these tools. Right. Be the bridge in between me and my healing. Mm. But everybody needs to heal of something. Everybody can have a better life. So I need to spread 
my healing was this. I want to give you the tools. <laughs> that is awesome. So you, you give them to some stress relief tools, which I think is amazing. And they will have to buy the book to check that out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what is your fourth pillar? Fourth pillar is uh, exercise with fun. Of course, who wants to go to the gym and hate gym or exercise and hate exercise? They're not going to do it. I'm talking about a busy woman, busy people. Um, it's really busy people that might have kids, might not have, might have uh, high demanding jobs, might have high demanding families, uh, whatever is going on. If I put something that they don't like, they will not continue. I want to change their lives for good. I want them to say, and many of my clients come to me and told, well, on these things, I believe you're going to be successful changing their habits of food and rewriting the mind. But exercise with fun, I dare you can do this. And then they say like, don't tell anybody, but I love exercise now. I love what I do. Don't tell, because I never thought I could say this. And so there's always something that the person loves. There's always one way or another. You just have to find. And because I'm, I'm very intuitive, I usually can pick it up and, uh, and I can do something. And I used to do as a kid this. And I'm like, wow, we are in a good place now. Yeah. Then we, we are playing fine here. So how to squeeze this exercise in your day to become part of your day, like brushing your teeth. If you don't have good energy, yeah. I, we both experience this very low energy, but I think most of the people we are talking also experience if it's from burnout or lack of sleep. If you don't have good energy, it's impossible to come up with your more happy, more loving, more caring, more efficient you it's impossible and you need to bring this from your physiology mm. you can change your physiology whenever you want right and you might don't want to do the thing but if you experience times enough that you can change your physiology through certain movements then even when you don't want when you are seated in front of the computer for eight hours who wants to do exercise Nobody, <laughs> not me as well. If you think me, no, not me as well. Uh, but if you pull this energy through your physiology, then you start to feel great. And then you want to exercise. So I prep people and I will give a glimpse here okay. with a warm up using three pieces of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I so, so agree with the idea of um, uh, uh, finding a way to make exercise fun because I, I know that I've exercised and, and when I, I have uh, arthritis in my hip, and I've had it for several years, and it's bone on bone right now, and they keep saying, you know, get a surgery, and I'm trying to do self-healing on it and uh, i've been being successful actually at it no try yes. i'm doing yes <laughs> um and uh uh God. oh so exercise was really hard so i was linked to a physical therapist um and immediately they just threw all their standard exercises at me and i could barely move 
So mm -hmm. I ended up taking on the one that I enjoyed the most, which was um, re re uh, um, reclining bike. That's not, I uh, can't think of the word, but recumbent bicycle, um, yes. stationary recumbent bicycle, which was really hard at first, but it slowly but surely I've been able to start realigning my hip by, mm -hmm. by bringing that right leg in and getting more mobility and where I was getting the atrophy muscle that was often mm -hmm. causing the majority of the pain. And mm -hmm. so I've been building those muscles back so much better than if I tried to do those exercises because they, they, they weren't going to work for me. And plus I hated yes. doing them because it, it hurt so bad. <laughs> they weren't paying attention to what I was saying. Um, and so what you say is so important is to find out what is fun, you know, and just because that energy of fun is going to change not only the way they exercise, but the impact that exercise has on their body. Absolutely. I prove again and again for anybody that go in my higher level coaching that emotions, if someone hates one exercise, I won't put in their routine for one simple reason, they can get injured. Mm. Body react straight away for what you hate. <laughs> and so I wow. can straight away. Oh, I can, unfortunately I cannot show right now, right. but you become weaker, even a thought. If you just uh, fly your mind to a thought like this, uh, told me this today, um, and this and that, and you like plan out the other answers you could give to this person. Now you are in a place of injury. Mm -hmm. Now your body becomes very weak. Now um, you tighten up some muscles. Ooh, injury is close. Right. So everything matters. That's why I'm obsessed to see the person deeply so I can guide. It's basically a tool for healing movement. It's a tool for healing. All of these are tools for us to achieve um, our greater self, more loving, more more everything, more full of our purpose in this life. You know, when you live, you know you are doing your best. You know you are in your purpose. You know you are helping the most amount of people you can just being you. That's what I'm talking about, mm -hmm. is leading people to this place. And with what you told about the hips, mm -hmm. I am more than mad with, uh, I think there is a phenomenal physiotherapist, phenomenal everything. Mm -hmm. But when they see you as a block, mm. I, I, when you treat the hips, you treat like this, that's no good. To give one quick example for you, I would, um, if you're okay with turning you a little bit upside down, <laughs> I would make a way that you, I would turn you upside down, maybe in the rings, maybe in a fabric, as soon as you feel confident and having fun. And there I would exercise your hips mm -hmm. because your, your body doesn't have pain maps when you are upside down. Interesting. Mm, your body yes. doesn't have pain maps when you're upside down. That Not always not but right. you're specific oh. <laughs> <laughs> because the brain have maps, different maps. So when you are like lying down is one map. When you are doing this is another map. I doubt that you did enough upside down, hurting yourself upside down for your body to be 
concern when you are upside down. Your body might be really relaxed. At the end of the day, we have pain as a signal from the brain, not from the part you are feeling pain, right. to tell us um, that I'm concerned about your survival. Mm. I'm going to stop you here so you can survive. It's a, it's a primitive brain full of love. I want to make sure you guys understand if your body holds weight, it is trying to protect you because if you are fully stressed, the body will say like, wow, we are in a war zone. Mm. Let's keep some reserves here because when things get worse, we still have calories here to keep going. Mm. Mm. The problem is that's not what is going in our life <laughs> nowadays uh, okay. for some people, unfortunately. <clears throat> but uh, uh, most of the people with uh, recurrent stress, no stop, that's not what is happening. And the same thing is for pain. Usually the body already have the pathways of pain and the easy ways to stop you, it's a red uh, myelinized. Let's say I don't like complicated words. Let's make this cable um, isolate so I can pass the signal really quick. Mm. So if you get just a wired, a wire, without isolation or you isolate, you're not going to lose much energy. So if your body being producing pain for so long in one way, mm. there's the pathway so easy. Mm. Now, if I change everything, it might don't have the pathway there. So I can start to move you there and your brain not going to be concerned and will, oh, I actually can move these hips and I don't feel threatened. Mm. So maybe I'm going to release her from pain. <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. Basically we are, it's like you're, 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 you're doing a pattern interrupt, but yes. you're doing it, you're doing it physically. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah. We have to fully feel the person and fully be, that's the way I feel. I immerse myself in this person in front of me. Mm. And I can get the information they cannot get because they are too close to the drawing to be able to see the drawing. They cannot read that close. They, they are here. Right. So I have distance because I'm not worried. I'm not, I am from an outsider right. and I can see them so clearly. Mm. And then I just take myself out of the way mm. and I can receive all the information. If I am in the way, trying to be the best, trying to be the most knowledge, I'm just on the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. I, I, I do the same thing. I have to just let me go and, mm -hmm. and be present with, with who I'm with because, but it's so hard because the, that little part of you likes to sneak back in and then you got to kind of take it back out and it wants to sneak yes. back in. You got to take it back <laughs> 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 Oh, I love that. Exercise with fun. Okay, number five. Um, so we have time management, unless I make you able to fit this in your busy life. Ah, I didn't achieve much. Oh. So I will have to teach you something about how we're going to apply all of this and make possible ash actionable. So that happened. I don't want to be one more that you learn, but you cannot apply. I will give my hands to everybody and we'll let them get what they want. Um, with this, of course, 
I, I give, um, there is many ways that I give more content and help and other levels of coaching I give, but I really want people to be able to get out of pain, mm. get out of pain. If that is because your body is holding more weight, let me say this, you are worth with weight, without weight, you are worth. It doesn't matter if you hold 300 pounds, if you're 100, 100 or if you were zero pounds, <laughs> but the same worth, nothing changes. And it's just the way you are seeing. And maybe, maybe, and that's a reality, people judge you. Mm. And, uh, and uh, we feel um, really compressed by this judgment. But I'm here giving you permission to love yourself right now, the way you are, you are beautiful. And from this place, you can get anything. That's awesome. I love your, you obviously not only really thought about this, but this is part of your experience. And mm. so you knew what people need because you experienced this yourself and are mm. able to, to put that in there. So my next question is, Basically, what impact has all of this created on your life now? Ah, oh, I am so grateful even that I got this immune disease four times in my life. I am just so grateful. I never would choose, but I was very selfish. I was a proper athlete. I would just think about me, 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 my food, my sleep, my training, me, 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 nobody else. Uh, even though people don't believe me when I say no, I'm so giving. Um, I still love people in this time, but uh, I was selfish. And nowadays, uh, everything changed. I can see people. I can see where they are. I can join them. And it's so fulfilling. And give something for someone else, care for someone else, oh, is, is a must. But I also learn how to care for myself. Mm which is, um, I learned self-love, mm. which I think our journey here is to learn to love. And if we don't learn to love ourselves, we're not very close to learn to deep love. So that everything changed in my life and I wouldn't change anything because um, I am so happy the way I am right now. Yeah. And everybody that passed, I, I am so grateful for everybody that passed in my life. Everybody that say things I didn't like, I also learned from them. Everybody that say things that encourage me, help me, support me. Everybody that discover new techniques. It's, um, it's unbelievable the gratitude you have because you perceive that uh, I could not help people unless so many other people have helped me. Mm -hmm. Even through to have this microphone right now to talk <laughs> with you, someone has to create this and that's not me. So you become, you start to see that we are all connected. And unless all of us are well, we're not fully happy. We're not fully well. So gave me this sense that everybody's one and I am part, I belong on this humankind yeah. and I will do my best from whatever I pass, I live better than I found. Yes. I love that. <clears throat> I, I am actually excited because I'm going to, I'm going to get your book. 
<laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I actually gonna do something better. <laughs> I'm gonna allow our few guys to join my newsletter. I'm gonna send a waiting list there. And I'm going to give a lot of my book for free in oh. my launch date, 16 of May. I'm going to be giving a lot of people my book. So you guys feel excited. And, oh, yeah. So uh, it is. that is awesome. So 16th of May, it's coming out and you get on her newsletter because she is going to be giving some of the books away for free. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll get to get a lot of, I'm sure she's going to have a lot of insight and other information that uh, you won't get if you're not on the mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> I have a last set of questions that I have three. These are my last three that I ask everybody. Okay. So um, now I just, there we go. Uh, if you could meet anyone in the world, past or present, who would it be? Oh, wow. I really, I, there was something that I, I really had the dream one time in my life, which was Louise Hay. <laughs> Louise Hay, she told me something about healing that really shifted my life. And unfortunately, I couldn't get her alive to meet her, mm. but um, I still meet her through her work. Oh, that is awesome. So then the second one, what is your favorite movie? <laughs> I think I love Pollyanna. <laughs> That is awesome. You know, you know, you talk about somebody that is healing and, and is very spiritual. And then Pollyanna is what she's like, always positive, right? She always sees <laughs> the good stuff that's going to happen, right? You, I don't know about you, but my, my family, my mom used to call me, you're the Pollyanna of the family. Yeah. Right? <laughs> People say to me as well, that's how I watch it, the movie. <laughs> that is awesome. And then the last one. If you could only leave one message at the end of your life, what would that message be? Ah, you are amazing. You are loving and you are loved beyond measure. Ah, that is beautiful. I have had a beautiful time with you, Mariana. And I am excited. Everybody just, you know, get connected, find out May 16th is when her book is coming out, F the Diet. And it's not about diet. It is about, I'm going to go back to my other page here. It is about rewiring the mind, how to experience food, learning stress relief, exercising with fun and time management. And of course, all of these are fully detailed in the book. And I am so excited for you. Um, I can't wait for this to come out and to, to hear the response with everybody. And I have just, it has just been a joy to be able to interview with you and to hear all of this. And I learned quite a bit today myself. So I thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me. And I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Me too. <laughs>